You are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. 22 minutes after 3 o'clock in conversation next with Dr. Webster Zambara, Senior Project Leader of the Peace Building Interventions at the Institute for Justice and Reconciliation, who covers politics and economic developments on the continent. He joins us to discuss the upcoming elections in Zimbabwe and the importance of the election to the region and why the issue of free, fair election remains a complex one in Zimbabwe. This, as most Zimbabweans have expressed fear of becoming victims of political violence during elections. Dr. Zambara now joining us online. Dr. Zambara, good afternoon and thank you so much for, for making time for us. Good afternoon and good afternoon to your listenership. Thank you for having me. I actually want to start with this question that I think hasn't really been, been asked or, or dealt with and that is uh, is there an ability or a way to assess whether the lack of experts from Zimbabwe who have moved out of the country um, are refusing to come back to the country to participate in the elections and what the numbers tell us and what that also indicates? Well, I, I wouldn't say um, refusing per se because it's, uh, it, it's not easy to travel from where you will be uh, uh, to, 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 to travel back to Zim, uh, especially when you are not very convinced that uh, the environment or the ground will provide uh, free and fair elections. And uh, we, we are talking here of not only uh, experts, but the generality of the Zimbabweans who are in the diaspora, particularly those that are in South Africa, who have sought economic refuge and or political refuge here. In their numbers, um, the, number, the exact number will never be, has not been established as to how many Zimbabweans are outside the country, but possibly 3 million, and uh, perhaps above 3 million, but most of them are in South Africa and other countries. And unfortunately, at the moment, uh, Zimbabwe has not, uh, it's, has not availed a provision in which all those in the diaspora can cast their vote because they are Zimbabwean citizens and they are already contributing to the Zimbabwean economy through remittances. And one would expect that uh, it should not be a case of the individual having to strive to exercise their rights to vote, because in this day and age, it should be much easier. And other countries are doing it, including countries in the region. They, they have their, their citizens who are outside, they still participate in the election. So we could be talking of about a quarter of the population failing to exercise their rights to vote simply because they will not be in Zimbabwe on the 23rd of August when elections take place. Does that at all undermine the legitimacy of the results? Be, uh, well, I wouldn't say they will undermine the legitimacy because at the moment the law does not allow diaspora vote. Yeah. If it allowed, then that provision would be, would be factored in. So it's something that going forward, a country, a modern-day country, should not be afraid of its citizens who are out of the country. The thing is, many people who are out are viewed as sympathetic to the opposition for a long time now. And uh, it could be true because many ran as uh, economic refugees, but others also ran uh, political persecution during Mugabe era. So they would, they are likely inclined to, to be a, a massive vote for the opposition. So the sitting government, the ruling party, would not actually invite people who in mass would actually vote them out. So to the, to, to the PF, it is okay to have uh, uh, 
people in the diaspora are not exercising that uh, that right. But in the future, one would actually expect that a government in a democratic state should not be afraid of how its citizens would vote. It should actually encourage and get legitimacy from its citizens both at home and those that are abroad. Yeah. And what's your um, observation of the political landscape now heading into the elections and also leading up to whether or not the elections could be declared free and fair? Uh, well, the, 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 the issue of elections in Zimbabwe is perennially uh, challenging. But comparatively, we could say this election season has got less uh, issues uh, compared to previous elections. I mean, when you look at the rallies that are happening, uh, it, it was unfair that some rallies for the opposition, Triple C, were banned or the police allowed some thugs to disturb the, those rallies. But by and large, the country is quite peaceful, despite the fact that there was a death in Glenview uh, of Tinashe uh, Chitsunge, an opposition supporter, allegedly killed by ZANU-PF uh, supporters. We are waiting at least this time around. The police made a swift uh, response and have arrested about 10 people who are to face trial. We hope that uh, the, 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 this issue, the family of uh, Chitsunge, will get justice. Besides that, there are other ways in which uh, the, the, the power of incumbency uh, come into play. For example, uh, unlike um, during Mugabe time where cohesion was uh, more, 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 more forceful, this time Nangagwa is using what I would call uh, soft cohesion, where uh, people can be uh, busted. So to someone who, who is in a rural area, if you are told that you can get onto a bus for free, go to Harare, attend a rally, and you are brought back, it's exciting to some people, so the numbers uh, grow that way. And some trinkets that are that are issued, that are offered to people who attend rallies, like uh, uh, for foodstuffs, chicken in, and fast food, and some t-shirts and the like. Uh, and um, the other aspect that I think um, are telling is that the government allowed international observers uh, as uh, more open than what Mugabe would do, including from countries that has imposed the sanctions on, on, on his government and Nagawa has accepted them. However, if you read today's uh, main paper, the government controlled the era, uh, his spokesperson, George Charamba, goes on to even uh, threaten some observers, uh, accusing them of uh, obnobbing with uh, Nelson Chamisa and attending Nelson Chamisa's events and uh, participating. And he warns them that uh, they have come as observers, not as political participants. Those are some of the uh, in and do's that are happening. And uh, again, we've got uh, the case, Chikasukwere uh, judgment. I think it's coming out uh, this afternoon, in which um, he wants to, his dominant nation papers were accepted by the court, have, uh, they are blocking him. And in a free and fair contestation, you are not that much afraid of your opponents. You allow everyone to contest you. Uh, but of course, we know the politics in ZANU PF. Kasukwere mm. will go back. And, uh, if he goes back, he's definitely ZANU PF. No wonder he doesn't. He didn't form his own political party. So the, 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 the G40 uh, um, um, and Lacoste politics of the 2017 2018 is coming into play in this case, one would assume, using the cause.
Thank you so much, Dr. Webster Zambara, the Senior Project Leader of Peace Building Interventions at the Institute of Justice and Reconciliation.